Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. I'm Jordan, and along here with Eric and Ed, like always. Eric, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I'm good, just hanging out, and this video stream, I can see you guys very clearly. Everything looks good, I think, but uh, you also sound good, too, for anyone who's not watching you. Ed, how about you? Well, the odds were ever in my favor this week, I have to say. Yeah, I, thoroughly enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed... Uh, Watching these movies again, I loved every second of it. And matter of fact, I power watched all of them in one day. I was pretty impressed with myself. Jesus, yeah, that's a that's a test. Okay, quick question here, boys. Why why uh, did we decide to do the Hunger Games franchise? Because it is a popular franchise that I don't like. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I wanted to see why. I oh like my it. God, Jordan, how do you not like this? I like only one thing about Hunger Games, and that is J-Law, my friend. Yep. Saw that one coming a mile away, too. Although I do think you're a fan of, what's his name, Josh Hutcherson there. I think it's a little man crush. Peter. Who is that? Who is that? PETA? PETA. Fuck PETA. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what I'm trying to say. No, it's what you're trying to do. It's either that or Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. But that'd be that'd be kind of weird if you try to fuck him now. I mean, kind of. I bad. mean, whatever, man. Don't fetch shame. <laughs> it was it was it was a dead shame. It was it wasn't shame. I mean, well, I mean, that's illegal. You're saying so you might you can, go to jail. You can you can. Jeez. Shame the illegal. That's that's gets a little. I mean, well, a, it's a border there. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Move past this, please. So one of the reasons why we were going to talk about Hunger Games tonight is because the first movie came out. When I was in the, and I know that I'm opening myself up to tons of jokes, but I was in my movie douchebag time, where it was like, you never heard of this movie? Hey, <laughs> pussy. You know what I mean? Like, just that independent, Quentin Tarantino, suck my oh, dick phase. Oh, the, the know-it-all phase. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that phase was over. Fuck off. Oh. I knew I was going to have that joke. <laughs> But uh, the reason why I protested the Hunger Games was because I'm like, oh, so they're making a quote-unquote kid ver teen version of Battle Royale. And people that I talked to about that were like, what's Battle Royale? I'm like, of course you never heard of Battle Royale no, because, you're, because you're not as pretentious as I am. It's fucking clubs <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I never had an interest in seeing it. And then um, – I didn't didn't even see the first one in theaters, but then catching fire and J Law because if you watch the first movie and the sequel, J Law had a growth spurt there, right, boys? She 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 was like tween looking, kind of like a young adult in the first movie. And the second one, Mama got some tatas. Well, geez, someone <laughs> hasn't paid attention to other movie details. <laughs> so, uh. But I, but I only like um, out of the whole franchise. Though I actually only like Catching Fire, uh, the first ones, uh, the part one. Uh, it's just terrible, absolutely what, terrible. Like, why? why um, okay, listen. I, I, mean, I don't know where we can always start from the beginning on this one. But as a whole, yeah. because this is obviously compared to books, and I have not read any of the books. I don't know if you guys have or have not. I have not read any of these books. It was just not really for me, but. The story itself was intriguing enough to where I would go to the movie theater to watch these. And the first movie was good enough. I liked what was happening there. I had not 
uh, heard of Battle Royale prior to going to see Hunger Games, so it may not have been spoiled for me like it has been for Jordan over there, the elitist. <laughs> but that's, that is what it is what it is here. I, I mean, I enjoyed the story as a whole. There are parts of the movie where it's just like eye rollish and it's typical because you've heard the story before and you can kind of guess what's going to happen, but, you know, it, it kind of keeps things interesting and moving. Standard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was not actually. I actually didn't find out about this move, this franchise. I mean, I'd heard about it, but I, I didn't care about it until when the Mockingjay Part Two would come out. So I came in way at the end, and so it was. And you know, it was one of those things that, like, like Jordan. I wasn't pretentious, but it's like, oh, am I really going to watch a tween post-apocalyptic movie? Hell no. And then friends of mine, you know, that were my age, male and female, were like, "You have to watch this this franchise. You have to watch. You this have to. You have, have to. Watch to? Otherwise, Beca you only can't because hang out with us anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Only because of my like, I have a I have a weird affinity and love for post apocalyptic movies. You do. Like they just they just rise up. You know, like the road. They're they're better to me than they actually are as films because I just love that, that genre for whatever reason. I don't know why, it just is what it is. So I did, and I and I thoroughly and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I I, I loved it when I first my first experience with them. And you know, now rewatching them, and this would probably be my fourth time watch rewatching all four. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. Wow. Okay. You know, Interesting. You, the the whole like the the you know, rusted out dystopian wasteland seems mm -hmm. to be like it's almost like it's a unique twist on like a western now i think i understand the the appeal because i enjoyed them just as much too but i i compare them very much like a western just because it's it's a lawless time it's uh, uh right yeah you know and just kind of same behaviors and same kind of formula would kind of work with it but i think it's pretty dope um and for this movie it kind of works i you know what though it's when it comes to when they stretch it out. When they make a part one and they make a part two, I I eye roll and it and I'm not as easily sold. Yeah. And here's the thing is that again, I've not read the books, so I don't know I can't speak for certain if this is like if this was a needed move because of how much detail was in the books that would needed to be in the movie, or something like that. But all I know is that this was during a time where we were being forced about a lot of this shit, like Harry Potter, The Deadly Hollows Part 1 and 2, um, The mm -hmm. Hobbit movies being put out into 3, when it's just like, god yeah. damn, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, one book, was a, one book was a trilogy, for God's sakes. Well, but at the yeah. same time, in terms of sitting down to watch a movie, I mean, no, most people aren't going to sit down for more than two and a half to three hours. And, and again, I never read the books, and I never read the books, like I never read The Hobbit book. I ne you know, so I can't say that whether or not it actually took that long. But, I mean, who's going to sit down and watch a 5,000-page book in one sitting? I mean, it's, it's this isn't Torah, Torah, Torah. You know, that's a, or what, what the hell was the other one that was five hours? Cleopatra was five and a half hours long. Those are hard to get through. Yeah, sure. You know what? They're great, but they're hard to get through. To go on to the books, um, I did actually, I'm going to show my hand, I did read, uh, I did read the first book. And... Um, the dystopian future is spelled out a lot better than the movie. But one detail that I love about the book that, that's not in the movie is you guys remember in the first Hunger Games movie towards the end when uh, her and Peta are running away from those dogs? 
Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, in the book, the faces of the dogs were actually the faces of all the tributes that were killed in the uh, battle. Yeah, so like certain details that seem to be... Now, the reason why I like that so much and why that stood out to me is because that's creepy. I mean, that's just a really interesting idea is that, wow, they... I mean, I mean, it, it was very descriptive in the book. I mean, like, these... They did not just digitally imprint the tribute's faces onto the dog. I mean, like, they literally cut the kid's faces off and put them on the dog. Oh, jeez. That's pretty dope. You see what I'm saying? I, but so, like, like, you know, like... You know, they do that, though, with, with movies. Like, in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, in that... in Which was one of the my favorite ones. Probably my favorite one, just because it was the, in the Triwizarding Tournament. So... Challenges, obstacle course, and at the end, there's the giant labyrinth, there's the maze. In the book, aside from all the obstacles that, that really weren't mentioned, or more, more so just nodded at into the movie, there was a a sphinx, and in in the book, they had to go up and, and answer the sphinx's riddle, and, and, their, and it wasn't even at that at all. And uh, Yeah. I think they made mention of it, but it's still, like, these are big parts, and um, that's when I really noticed right, right around that movie is when they started to uh, really start to cut a lot of the the juice from the books into the movies. Gotcha. So, do you guys feel that these movies definitely should have been more violent, or do you think this was enough violence for what they were going for? Because this movie literally is about kids killing each other. I mean, didn't yeah. you want to see body parts fly around, Saving Private Ryan style? But you got to remember, like. One of the things, one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch it was because it was a, it was a, a tween, early teen focused, you know, franchise. And if you had that, you you couldn't get the, the P, like the P, what are these? PG thirteen, PG. Yep. PG thirteen. Yeah, you couldn't get that tag if you had body parts flying all over. So, you know, it's just yeah, one of those things blood. that like they had to do what they had to do. Right. Yeah, you can do some things, but yeah, they had to kill off the kids, but like they couldn't do certain things. So I, I mean, I'm okay with it. Off camera kills, right? Okay. Right. Yep. Eric, who is the, if you have an answer, who is the worst character in the franchise? Don't say the worst character, because that's completely opinion-based type thing. Um, yeah, it's your opinion. Who is it? Um, PETA, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julian Moore, Jay Law. No, um, uh, um, who's uh, Donald Sutherland's character? Is that snow? Oh snow. yeah, snow. Yeah, I. You know what? Like, I'm not gonna say that it, it was like he's my least favorite, or just like the most useless or, or whatever. But like, I felt like that character was just so. It could have been done differently. I think it just seemed like okay. it, it because it's so plainly obvious. Like almost from the start, as soon as he's on camera, introduced, you're just like, "Yep, that's the boss." Boom. I've played enough video games, enough movies to know that an early introduction like that of the character and in his presence, wardrobe, demeanor, everything, facial hair, says that's final level boss right there. If I can't excuse me, if I can rebut that, however, go if you if you go back to the to the last movie, yeah, he's introduced that way. But if you go to Mocking J Part two him up to be executed and and Jennifer Lawrence is going to go do it and he basically right before them when they're in the Rose Garden he says if you really think that I'm the only bad guy 
and she doesn't want what I have, meaning Julianne Moore. Yeah. Be mistaken. And he twists her, and the next day she goes out to kill him and ends up killing uh, whatever her name is. Jo Julianne Moore. Yeah, but I forget what her name is in the movie. Yeah, and, and kills her, you know, and so it's one of those things that, I, that yeah, he's the ultimate bad guy, but he, he sort of turns and says, if, if I have what I have because I am who I am. But if you think she's doing this for your good, you're absolutely wrong. She's doing it because she wants what I have. It just seems the, the idea of toppling the hierarchy and like the the aristocratic kind of uh, a structure that's already in place, it, it, it just doesn't seem. I, I so I want to say like the words I want to use don't seem like it do just. I want to use like elementary. It just seems basic. It just yeah, but you got to remember that like, yeah, listen, that, listen, I'm not right. saying that it's not well done. It is very well done, and it, it just obeys the the laws. The boom, boom, boom. And this may be just because obviously it just appeals to my demographic. If it was of a, if I was maybe younger and a little more professional, I could see kind of the design of where it was going and like this is amazing. This was this was great. Maybe just because I've seen it once or twice before of the overthrowing, the the you know the 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 underachieved character overcome the obstacles and become the hero and you know uh, the you know check makes the king and saves the queen and the queen the princess isn't in another castle she's actually here the entire time that whole thing that's super mario <laughs> but that's just it like you know i feel like i've seen it before and this is just kind of a retelling of the, of the same story and again like i i sound kind of i want to make it again i like the way that it was done this whole tournament style thing that they have every year of the hunger games i think it's badass i i like the way that is i think that and this is more of a Stephanie, or, or no, uh, who the fuck is, uh, uh, I was going to say Stephanie Myers, she does Twilight, right? Whoever the author is for Hunger Games. Uh, oh, I don't know, but go ahead. Well, I'm not trying to, to say that. Again, it's it's wrong of me to, to because I don't know the books, and uh, but I, I like the structure of what they had going on here. Districts, tournament, that's awesome there. But had there been like some sort of capital... Um, I, I wanted to to figure that out. I wanted to I wonder if like all these districts, if they were to all adhere to like a larger dome on top of it instead of just being one capital district. You know what? I, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here, everybody. That's okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll no, see. No, I, I, no but, I, I do. But this is a completely opinion. Is what I'm trying. I'm, I don't mean to backtrack too too much here, but it's. It's just what is that? You know what? That's just what it that's is. What we're that's what we're about here on the show. I mean, we're, we're we're three guys who like movies, and we get drunk and talk about the movies, and we debate, and we give our opinions. I mean, that's just the, that's Fine. the point of it. So, and Hunger Games yeah. wasn't anything fucking new. It was the same shit. Some of it was unique. They had a neat little twist with the Hunger Games themselves. Other than that, like, you know, go fuck yourself. How about that? Well, I rescind what I just said because you, sir, are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, this is... Go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. This is why I feel that Battle Royale is a better movie. I mean, like, it's just a better overall story. There's no overthrowing the government. This is the way it is. Every year, the Japanese government picks a, a just a random class of school kids. 
They put a collar around their neck. They put them in the middle of an island. They gave each of them weapons and say, kill each other. And if you don't, we'll blow you up with the collar around your neck. Simple as that. Last one standing survives. That sounds like Fortnite. It's just a very, very simple story. I like the world that the Hunger Games has given us. And, of course, you got to love J-Law. But really, I don't think the movie does anything else but that, if I make any sense to you guys. It's just, it's, it, there's no interesting characters. PETA just so randomly has this amazing camouflage technique because he decorated cakes. I mean, bullshit. There's just a lot of stuff that you like just... eat his cakes. No, but this is... You, you get the Ew. same whoa, out of this. Whoa. whoa, did we just get a revelation? That, that one, like, as a baker... Please. <laughs> I'm, eating, I'm eating a brownie as I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm going to eat that boy's... That, that boy's <laughs> But, like, the Maze Runner is the same way, right? I've never seen it. I want to, though. Eric, I would throw you a piece of moldy bread in the rain. That's, I am, I'm just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment, whatever you want. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I disagree. I mean, I see your points, guys. I mean, it's. I'm not saying that, like, the structure of the story is the most unique thing on the planet. I mean, we've, we've seen the structure, like, again, we've seen the structure of the story multiple times in multiple movies. I, first of all, I, I like, I think Jennifer Lawrence's character is unique in the sense that she's, a, you know, one of the first strong young female characters we get. You know, she her sister's about to be her sister's gonna get picked and she volunteers as tribute. And that line, that line itself, I volunteer as tribute, has become a line of pop culture. Yeah. You know, so I mean I, I, I can't necessarily agree with with either of you saying that the only thing we got was it made Jennifer Lawrence famous. That's, that's you know, him, I, by the way, not I'm not, oh, I'm not that's, that. that's true. That's not you, that's Jordan. That's Jordan. I made Jennifer I, Lawrence I, famous. I did. Yeah, there you go. What are you, what are you, you, are you drunk? First. I think he's drunk. This is a, well, but no. yell yeah, I mean, Trump's America. You can just say, you yell whatever you want, and it's fact. <laughs> Fake news. I feel like, I feel like Jordan voted for Trump. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, my point, my, my point is, is I, I mean, if, I would say that all of these movies in their entirety, each of them are worth it, and I think the franchise is worth it. I think it's a good franchise. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing, you know, in the history of filmmaking. I'm just saying that we got a strong, unique female character who changes the world. Now, yes, it is kind of corny when they take advantage of her and they're like, we've always wanted to start a revolution. Now we have this this propaganda piece. And that's kind of bullshit. Like, it should have just been maybe more organic than that. But, like, I, I can't fault the movie because it's just what it was. Actually, Ed, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I uh, like the idea that they, that they decided that they were going to have the Mockingjay, the symbol, and her as the foreground of, 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 of the propaganda. Because in the first movie, you know, she just takes the Mockingjay pin as a gift, and it's kind of a throwaway thing. So they, they build the whole story arc around that. It's kind of cool. Ed, and also, uh, I, I, get a, I get a movie uh, that I think is a better a tween post-apocalyptic movie that you may like. It's called The Fifth Wave with Chloe Grace Moretz. See, there's an, another one. He is a good, keep them coming. That's a good <laughs> one right there. I'm not saying I personally specifically only like tween post-apocalyptic movies. I like post-apocalyptic like movies. And I'm, it's about aliens I'm, coming down and destroying the Earth. See, that, that one was, was well, that unique, too. That, I, I remember, actually, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a paper on that for Movie Guys podcast. Mm-hmm. I, that was a unique one. You did. You did that when we our first year, three years ago. Oh, oh, oh. 
But yeah, that like these, these these movies kind of obey the same or walk the same line. Yeah. And uh, again, it's I'm not. They each bring their own unique twist and flavor, and that's how it works. That's how you make your money. That's how you 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 make it. Uh, or at least the quick buck. I liked Hunger Games. Like, don't get me wrong. It was it was a cool uh, premise. The whole um, rebellion of overthrowing the government was a little uh, meh. But like uh, Mockingjay one and two were were the those fight scenes. You know, some of it was cool. But the politics were just kind of. I don't really care. I I don't. <laughs> but part uh, one was all about the politics. I think, Eric. Don't you agree? Part one, there was no action. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because at least in part two, we had that final uh, uh, battle scene. Right. Yeah. Was, you know, so at least that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, like politics aside, I don't I don't really care. Like I was watching because of the Hunger Games. Like that was that was the shit. That was awesome bread and butter. I liked that there was different challenges in the jungle. Like that's that's what keeps me going. Yeah, you know what? Um, kind of like uh, what the hell is that book that that you know they forced to read in like junior high and high? The deadliest game. Is that I, you know I was searching for the name of that when the old guy likes to go hunt the kids. Yeah, or yeah, that, yeah. The most the world's deadliest game. The, uh, I'm a human man. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was looking for the name of that book all morning or afternoon. I couldn't figure it out. The deadliest yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. this. Uh, this uh, franchise is a mix between the Lord of the Flies and the Deadliest Game. Man. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I don't know that I would say Lord of the Flies, but yeah. A bunch of kids that go crazy and kill each other? Well, I think they just um, killed two of them, right? Is that... I, I think you missed the point of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's just because it has kids. I mean, I am the Lizard King. That, that, was, that was Jim Morrison. I God damn it. God damn it. Would you just go with the joke? Jesus Christ. <laughs> just move right over your head there. Ed, I have a question for you. Hopefully it doesn't go over my head. Which movie in the franchise is, in your opinion, the best one that you have to see? Uh, part, Mark and Jay Part 2. Uh, I mean, it, it, it closes the story. Again, you know, like I said, it's obvious at this point there that She's being used as a propaganda piece, and she basically says, "Fuck you! You're not using. You can't use me anymore," because she kills off the leader of, of of thirteen when she realize. And it's Snow that tells her she's being used as a propaganda piece, and it takes her that whole time. So I mean, yeah, it, it, she. I, I would say if I'm if I'm picking of the four, I'd say that's that one. Okay, that's the best one. In my opinion, that's my favorite. And then, what is the worst one in your opinion? I'm curious. Uh, two. Because, like, you're forcing them to go do a second fucking Hunger Games, like the same people, like all the winners. Well, yeah, they did that before, they said. That's uh, what do they call well, it. They, they, they do it every quarter, 25 years, the, the quarter, quarter quill. quill. Uh, the, yeah. But they, it's like it comes up all of a sudden. Like that. Yeah, the quarter quill. It, 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 but, it, but it's like, wait a minute. We what haven't done this in 25. We have this, we have this little thing in our back pocket, and we can totally do this now because we want to kill off the Mockingjay. Right? Like, they want to... And it's like, wait a minute, can't you just randomly go around? Like, first of all, if we haven't had a winner from from 12 in how long? Ever. 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 Well, no, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? What, what's his name as a winner from 12? Oh. Woody uh, Harrelson. He was the last winner. He was the only other. Wait, Woody Harrelson is the only winner from 12. So what happened in the last, What did he win the previous quarter quell? Or did uh, he win somewhere in the last 25 years? It, it, 
I don't know. I mean, it doesn't say. He was supposed say. to be. He was supposed to. Uh, Woody Harrelson's character was supposed to be in the quarter quell for the second movie. But then she was like, no, I volunteer as tribute again. Right, right. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good old well, noble Katniss. Just good. Just Kat jumping in where she doesn't belong. I get it that that's the character, but it, again, you asked me the question, and I'm forced yeah. to answer of the four. That is, that's my least favorite. What kind of message I should have my daughter to the kids too, where where the, the the lead role is just like just gonna jump in, but yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'll take it. I'll take the bullet. I'm totally gonna jump in, jump in away for you guys to kill me. I want I want y'all to kill me. That's a definitely a good message to send. Twelve year old. First one is saving the sister. I get that, but to save Woody Harrelson, just meh. yeah. Save and the then drunk. she and then she gets mad like you were supposed to save him. You were supposed to keep him alive, not me. Yeah, yeah just like. Hey, oh, really you know? Oh well, he's part of the the whole rebellion. See, and then yeah. this is the whole the, the way I think. I think I, as as we're doing this, I'm in my head. I'm like, I think the the biggest part I uh, had was the whole rebellion part. I think that um, I, I'm kind of over that. Just like, oh, we're plotting against. Just like, well, wait a second, you're terrorists. Is that what you're trying I, to say? I, it's a, yeah, I liked. Yeah. I liked the idea that there was going to be a rebellion, but the fact that they've been planning this for however long, they don't really tell us how long. And that, like, now we all of a sudden found this girl who can rally the people around. Like, that doesn't make sense. I'll agree with you guys on that one. No, no, actually, I, I totally believe that. That does make sense to me. To have a rebellion, excuse me, and then to wait for your mascot, wait for your image to boost the spirit up. Uh, like um, Uncle Sam to the American people, as yeah. an example, you know. Uh, that's who they were waiting or like, for. Or like Donald Trump, against whom we should rebel, starting pretty soon if he starts to do these these parades. Hey, 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 movie show, movie podcast. Oh yeah, wait a minute. Sorry, sorry. This is whiskey. It's not a political show. But you know, like that's why. That's why to me that does make sense. You know, it's like we have a rebellion. We don't have very big numbers. We're getting those numbers. We've got to have a symbol. Like, hey, wait a minute. We have a rebellion. We're doing stuff. Hey, there's this guy named Luke Skywalker. He's pretty cool. It's the same basic principle. They're 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 looking for their symbol. Yeah, so well, that's fine with me. What doesn't make sense to me is to have a character like Woody Harrelson, who, who's who's a drunk and who survived the Hunger Games and everything, and he's been a part of the rebellion the whole time. That doesn't make sense for his character. I, I completely. My opinion. I, I completely agree with you because, I mean, his character before the part where he's a part of the rebellion makes sense. Like, he had to kill 11 other people and now he's a drunk. Yeah. Like, that, that, that that's realistic. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, the fact that he was part of the rebellion the whole time, that doesn't make sense. And not because both characters are drunks, but it just makes sense for the character. Um, Woody Harrelson should have been the Jack Sparrow of, 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 of the franchise. He's not really on either side. He likes his drinks. And he'll just he'll play both sides to get the way he wants the one. Yeah, that's the way he should have been. Personally, I I agree. I can agree with that. I like that. Eric, question. Same question for you, buddy. If you have an opinion, which one is your favorite in the whole franchise? Yeah, I like the Hunger Games themselves. So either Catching Fire or the first one. Um, I'm not a fan of the whole Quarter Quill thing where they're just like, oh, we gotta get we oh she busted us. We gotta get Katniss back. Get her back in there. That just seems yeah. a little whatever the hell. But still, like, the, the Hunger Games themselves were dope. And so either one of those are, are my favorite. I like the games themselves. That's why I watch. 
love story aside, I don't care, rebellion aside, whatever. Some some bullshit about rebellion and there's a white rose in there somewhere, I don't give a shit. And they, give me the games. Yeah. Totally. So it's, it's going to be one of those two. And then the other two, because they're probably... Again, like, they're not... The, the, the franchise is entertaining, and I, I say that it's worth the watch, no problem. But, um, you know, take it from what you will. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect way we can end it on that. I mean, it is, a, it, is, it is a decent franchise. If it's on TV, I'll watch it or have it on the background, but uh, not something that I try to seek out personally. Yeah. But we hope everybody that's listening to this episode seeks out even more episodes that we bring you here at Movie Guys Podcast. We've been going on for, this is our second year, right? No, I don't remember. No, it's, my, it's our third. It's our third? Uh, this is our th- third year so far of doing Movie Guys Podcast. And we have some special episodes coming up here, guys, very soon. We're not going to announce it just yet. You guys will see next week. But I cannot wait. I know Eric and I cannot wait to bring some special episodes coming your guys' way. And don't worry. We are a new movie review show still. It's just nothing good in February. <laughs> so, Whoa, just, that's not true. We got Black Panther, Annihilation. Sorry, up. sorry. Sorry, January, I meant, but yes, yes, you're right. We do got Black Panther Annihilation coming out, which I cannot wait for Annihilation. I don't give a fuck about Black Panther. Wait, didn't we already have a Mortal Kombat movie? What? Uh, Damn. Anyway, well, make sure, guys, if you like this episode, check us out at movieguyspodcast.com. Also on our Podbean page, which is movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. And also on Twitter, which is at Movie Guys Pod, and on Facebook, Movie Guys Podcast. But Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me, like always, and we'll talk to everybody next week for a special episode. Have a good night, guys. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs>